0: You're listening to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast. If you're a physician and want to generate meaningful side income, you're in the right place. Learn how to make real income from short-term rentals. So pour yourself a cup of coffee and let's catch up. Welcome to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast. And now your host a pediatric anesthesiologist, real estate investor, and now short-term rental host, Dr. Chiagozi fawole Well, hello there. Welcome to another episode of the Short-Term Revolution Podcast. I am super excited that you are on with me. Listen, today, what I actually want to talk with you about is... The idea of building a team around your short-term rental. Now, if we have not met, I'm Chia Gossier-Fawale. I'm a pediatric anesthesiologist based in the Syracuse, New York area. And I love, love, love to chat real estate. And now more, if you spend any time with me these days, you're probably hearing a thing or two about short-term rentals because that's just how I am. When I start doing something, I'm like, everybody needs to do it. Everybody needs to hear about it. You're not doing short-term rentals? What? What are you doing? Right? That's exactly how I am. And I know, okay? <laughs> I know I can be hype a couple of times, but you know what? I'm all right with that. All right, so let's get back into my actual my, my actual topic. So today, I want to talk with you about building a team to support your short-term rental venture. Okay, now when a lot of people think about short-term rentals, they're like, "Oh my goodness, so I'm going to have guests, and I'm going to have to like go clean." I'm like, "No, you're not going to go clean after your guests." What? <laughs> I think about the like, say, let's say you were like an OBGYN or something. Do you go to work thinking, "Oh darn"? So now. Uh, I, I have a patient that's coming so I'm going to do a c-section and then I'm going to do the anesthesia for that and then I'm also going to like clean the room when the when the the c-section is done no there are people that do all of that right it's the same thing with with short-term rentals your job hear this your job going forward is to become the owner investor not necessarily like hands-on operator. Like you are going to start to not think about your business in terms of like building teams. Okay. Cause nobody's trying to create a second job. Uh, Uh-uh. No, no, no. Your job going forward is to be the phone, to be the control tower. I remember last year when we were setting up all our short-term rentals at the time, I kind of, I built, I bulldozed my way. Let's, let's, let's be, let's be very honest. I, <laughs> I went from zero to 10 in three months. Um, we'll talk about whether or not that was a great strategy, but I, but I did. Okay. So during that time, I literally told someone I was like, I was doing control towering today because my job was that being up here in Syracuse, I was letting people know when to go where, telling people when, what was arriving where, and basically was able to set up 10 short-term rentals without stepping foot into one of them, without stepping foot into one of them. I still haven't all the ones in doubt. I still have not stepped foot into them. But when you are setting up a short term rental, there are a couple of people that you're gonna that are key to have. Okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna show you how you can find these people, where to find them, and who to look for in the first place. Okay, so the person number one that you need to operate a successful short term rental is gonna be your housekeeper. Housekeepers are like the lifeblood of this business. If you don't have a good housekeeper your business may be needing cpr <laughs> okay because housekeepers are the ones that will come in after a guest leaves and they will turn over the place they will they will sweep they will mop they will change the beddings they will replenish your supplies they will let you know if the if the guest damaged anything they basically help you run your show and you need to treat them with the respect honor value that they deserve. But where do you find housekeepers? Number one, there are apps like Turnover BNB to Turnover, like Turnover BNB, like Airbnb, Turnover BNB that you can basically go on and search for cleaners if they have it in your city. You find these more so in the major established markets. But if your place is not, is, is not one of those, like, like ours, for example, your cleaners may not necessarily be on there. So where do you find them next? Number two, is you can go on to, some people use like indeed like the job search site some people use indeed to search for local cleaners and when you do that way then you have to you know like after you know interview them make sure that they actually know how to clean airbnbs or short-term rentals because i will tell you cleaning a short-term rental is a very different skill slash procedure compared to uh, from cleaning a regular home case in point Last year we hired, we we had some cleaners and one day a guest came in and sent me a message and said, oh, we found all this food in the refrigerator when we arrived. And I was like, what? Like our cleaners were there. Like what happened? Like why, why was there food in the fridge? So I reach out to our cleaner and I'm asking and I'm like, yo, why was there food in the fridge? Like my, our guests came in and they saw food in the fridge. Like that should not be leftover food in the fridge. And then she told me that, oh, she was really sorry, but that the, the cleaner she sent over, because she ran an, an agency, the cleaner she sent over was a new cleaner to her team, but that that cleaner had experience with cleaning homes. But here's the thing. When you go to clean a personal home, you're not throwing out the food in the fridge, right? Because people live there. <laughs> but nobody apparently had stressed it to her that she needed to throw out any food that was left in the fridge because it was a short-term rental and no food needed to carry over to the next guest. And that was when it hit me that, oh, okay, you need to specify in your instructions that all food needs to be removed. So we did. Okay, so when I say when you're looking for your housekeeper, make sure that they have some, particularly if you're new to this, make sure that they have some experience with cleaning short term rentals so that you don't have to do all the teaching from scratch yourself. Now, if you do, if you are getting a cleaner who is just, you know, someone who just wants to work for you, then you will need to put everything into very matter of fact, really, for anyone, you really should have a checklist for your cleaners to go through. You're listening to the Short Term Revolution podcast with your host Gozi Fawole. So basically, walk through you know room by room. Say, okay, in the living room, make sure that this is done, this is done, this is done. Dust another another the um, sofas. Make sure that remote control is placed on this particular spot. Make sure you empty the fridge, you clear the fridge, check the trash can. Make sure you you know sanitize the surfaces basically go step by step through everything and make sure that everything is listed out for them so that they know exactly what to do. And then even best practices would include them sending you pictures of what the place looks like when they're done. That is your own way of doing quality control for your apartment, for your um, short-term rental. See, my mouth still says apartment complex because that's kind of where my my real estate brain grew up in, right? So... (laughs) So that's that. So housekeepers are the number one team member, are the first team members you need to have whenever you're setting up a short term rental. Okay, and pay them, pay them well, pay pay them well, <laughs> pay them well. All right. So number two person that you want to have on your list is, I would say, a boots on the ground person. Okay, particularly if you're doing this remotely. And here's the thing: I feel like as physicians, we we do everything remotely because if you're working, if I mean, if you're in the OR. You need a boots on the ground person to run to your your property, right? You can hire this person, you know, on a part-time basis. They don't have to be full-time for you. They can even be on a PRN type basis. Now, I have a number of other things that I, you know, that that I'm dealing with. So for me, it makes sense to actually have somebody that I pay a fixed amount on a regular basis to help me because because I have work for them to do. But if it's just for one short-term rental, you can basically find someone and be like, hey, listen. I own a short-term rental. It, it doesn't happen too often, but every now and then, I need somebody to actually like go down to my property. Would you be willing to help me do that? And for each trip that you go, I'm going to pay you X amount of money, and you can pay them however however much you think is you know worth worth their their time. Yeah. So like right now, I have somebody like that in Dallas. I have some, someone like that up here in Syracuse, and basically that that's going to be my mo. Even as I as I expand into different into different markets, yeah. So a boots on the ground person, what's this person doing? So sometimes you need someone that can basically go, particularly when you're still trying out your cleaners, because you may need to go through a couple of cleaners. Your first one may not work out, okay? So you need somebody that can independently go behind them and be like, okay, let's look at the work that they did. Did they do X, Y, Z? You know, basically like your white glove service, if you may, to ensure that your property is in tip-top shape and as built for your guests. Now, the next thing is, they can also help you drop off things with with guests when they arrive, or like if get if if a guest needs something that wasn't fixed up, you know whatever. They can they can be the ones that kind of take things over there. Now, although I mentioned them as two different people, your runner can also be your housekeeper, right? the The only downside of doing that is that you wouldn't have a third party to be able to vet what the cleaners have done. But if you are strapped for people. You can make your house, you can basically ask your housekeeper if they'll be willing to be that runner for you for little errands for your property. The third thing that that I'll mention there is that for dropping off stuff at your property, even Instacart, we've done Instacart a couple of times to to take things to the property. If your property is in a place that is (laughs) Instacartable. I just made up that word. I totally just made up that word. All right. Now, the last one will be Service people. So handyman, plumber, electrician, you know, stuff happens. Toilets clog. <laughs> oh my gosh. Toilets clog, septic tanks overflow. <laughs> you know, you need to have somebody in your on your phone that you can call if things arise during your guests' stays. Okay. So those are the people that you need to kind of like set up after setting up your property to make sure that your property is is ready to go in the event of any kind of, you know, emergency or improper. All right. So where do you find these people from? Number one, ask your network. Put it on Facebook. Ask people like, hey, you know, I'm setting up a thing in, in so, so and so place. Who do you know? Who can I talk to? Do you have anybody you, you can recommend? Now, that is not your only place, but at least it's a good place to start. People will, people will put up, you know, names and suggestions of their friends. I personally love local Facebook mom groups, okay? And I know I'm a mom, so I can say mom groups, but take whichever one gender you are, right? But local Facebook groups for the community around the place where you have your property. They can be invaluable for for writing you with resources and connecting you with people that you probably otherwise would not have been able to reach. People who may be doing good work, but don't necessarily have a website. So yeah, ask a network. Maybe your realtor. your realtor. let's say you're buying a property down in, you know, Gulf Shores, Alabama, you know, talk to your realtor. ask them, you know, do they know anybody that they can recommend? Any companies they can recommend? Facebook Marketplace is also another place to to check the search. And then the good old, good old, good old Craigslist. (laughs) Yeah, you can find, you can find people, you can find, you can either make a post yourself and advertise, or you can search the existing service um, offerings and see who you can find on there, particularly for things like plumbers and electricians and cleaners and stuff like that. For like your assistant or, you know, runner, you can post on Craigslist as well and you may find somebody, somebody that way. All right. So I just basically gave you a run of show for you to go about finding the people that you can use to build your team. You're not, okay, so how do I pay for all these people? I mean, a good, either QuickBooks or not QuickBooks. A lot of them will take things like, you know, Zelle, Venmo, PayPal, you know, you can basically do, do that. But I hope you found this episode at least informational, you know, just a good old info, info, info episode, you know, for you to know how to set up your your team to help you operate your short-term rental, whether it's next door or 300 miles away. It's the same thing. It's the same phone calls. It's the same phone calls, guys. There's no more than that. All right, take care. If you like this episode, feel free to share with a friend, leave a review, leave a review, and post it on social media. You know, let, let other people get to get to hear what you're listening to and, and, what, and what you're learning from. And of course, if you would like our help to get started with, with, with I'm getting short-term rentals, feel free to go to work with me 2021.com slash book b-o-o-k work with me 2021.com slash book all right have fun have a good one